Hey friend, welcome back to the Stronger Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and ultimately yourself. All right, this week we are going to be talking about urges and cravings and really when you just get that burning itch to hit the drive through or go get that special treat, that thing that it just feels like is constantly controlling you. Now, this is something that comes up frequently with a lot of my different clients. It is definitely something that, I mean, even still to this day, I have urges, right? I don't know that those things ever fully go away. And the interesting thing that I'm learning about cravings is that I think that those definitely can be kind of a mental or an emotional thing, but it can also be something that is happening based on what is going on in your gut. Now, I feel like that is probably going to have to wait for another episode. Today, we really are going to just be talking about the urges and the cravings that you have from kind of that mental or an emotional place. Now, there are a couple of different things to consider when we are talking about this. One, we could have cravings for something like a comfort food or candy or something kind of sweet or salty or fat. Um, as a way to sort of temporarily relieve emotional or mental stress. We can also have cravings when we are feeling hungry or when our hormones are out of whack, right? We can have the urge to go and get something to eat when we sit down to do work, and that might be your brain's way of sort of procrastinating. Again, it's just trying to help you sort of feel better in the moment, right? But it can oftentimes these urges and these cravings can have sort of a net negative effect on the back end, right? So what do we do when we have an urge or when we have a craving come up? Now, oftentimes I feel like we naturally go into sort of resisting it or fighting it with willpower. This I really liken to the visual image of you having a beach ball and you are in a pool and you're holding this beach ball underwater. Now, the harder you try to push that beach ball down, and in this case, the harder you try to resist the urge or the craving, or you try to sort of push it away with willpower, it's almost like the more intense that becomes, that craving or that urge becomes, right? And it's just like the harder you push a beach ball down, once you finally release it, it comes shooting up out of the water. Now, this is oftentimes what ends up happening with those urges and those cravings. The more we use willpower to try to resist having it, or the more we just try to resist giving into that urge or that craving, once you finally do, if you end up doing it, it seems to kind of shoot you to the opposite end, right? Of just overindulging on it, overeating the thing. And this is problematic for a variety of reasons, right? But oftentimes we just sort of end up in that loop of resisting the urge and then completely caving to it and giving all the way into it. Now, when it comes to these urges and these cravings, again, I think it can be super valuable to try to figure out, okay, is this sort of a mental or an emotional thing? Is this sort of a physical need that's coming up and that's why I'm having this craving or that's why I have the urge to go Um, you know, hit the drive through or something like that? Is it something that's going on with me hormonally? Um, Is there something potentially off with my gut? I think all of those things are important to really look at and kind of examine. It may not happen though necessarily in the moment, right? It's like oftentimes when we have an urge or we're having a craving for something, 
we it's like that itch that we need to scratch and we want to get it scratched get that relief as quick as possible so oftentimes what i see happening and what i've experienced as well is that we have this urge or we have this craving pop up and then we immediately seek out ways that we can satisfy that so that we don't have that discomfort of having the craving or having the urge now the problem with this is that when we sort of go through that automatic response of we have the urge or the craving hit and then we immediately answer it by giving into it we're not really intentionally or mindfully making the decision about whether or not we actually want to have the thing or that we want to do the action that the urge or the craving is indicating so this is where i would say to do what i call kind of a speed bump or give yourself a little bit of a buffer zone now maybe you set a timer for five minutes maybe 10 minutes um, maybe it's just a minute really to just kind of pause and think about actually having the thing that you're craving or giving into the urge but what giving yourself that little window does is it really allows you to kind of step out of the urge and the craving that feeling to intentionally or mindfully make the decision about whether or not you actually want to have the thing so at the end of the day you really get to decide am i going to wait five minutes or ten minutes or is there going to be another way that i can kind of interrupt that loop or that cycle of where the urge or the craving hits and then i immediately answer it to feel the relief you decide how you want to kind of split that up for me i've kind of come to the place of just knowing that anytime i have an urge or i have a craving for something that's really just a suggestion that my brain is offering right? I don't have to make it mean anything. I don't have to feel deprived if I don't give myself the thing or I don't feel like I'm restricting myself. But I also don't beat myself up if I have an idea. If my brain is like, hey, that, you know, chocolate sounds really good right now. If I go and get a piece of chocolate, I'm not going to sit and beat myself up. Now, this has definitely come from doing the work of healing my relationship to food, to myself, of doing the work of creating food freedom and really seeing food as neutral, which those are all things that I help my clients with. And if you're struggling, I can help you with that too. But in the beginning, it really is just about giving yourself that space. Because I think a lot of times when we're sort of on this non-diet journey or this journey to kind of break up with the toxic relationship that we've had with food, we can go to that other extreme, right? If you've really been dieting and you've been living in that place of food restriction and deprivation, then it seems almost natural that we would go to the opposite end where it's like, you know what, screw it. I can eat whatever I want to, whenever I want to, however much I want to. But I wanna remind you that just because everything is like inbounds or isn't off limits, it's on, you know, it's permitted, it's not everything is going to be beneficial, right? You could eat the entire bag of chips if you wanted to, but that wouldn't necessarily be beneficial to you. So what I think ends up happening sometimes as we're looking to kind of break up with dieting is we fall into this illusion of control, thinking that I can eat whatever I want to, whenever I want to, however much I want to, but ironically, we're actually still being controlled by the food, right? Just because I can eat the whole bag of chips, if I end up eating the whole bag of chips and I don't do it intentionally, I don't, you know, I don't really slow myself down to think about maybe the net negative effects of eating an, an entire bag of chips in one sitting, 
then I'm actually still being controlled by the chips or by the cookies or the drive through or whatever that thing is for you. Right. And so this is where, again, just giving yourself that breathing room of the urge or the craving comes in and then you give yourself that buffer zone. You get to intentionally decide mindfully thinking about the outcome, the negative, you know, that is there a net negative effect or consequence on the back end of me giving into this craving. Now, again, if you decide to eat the thing that you're craving or you give into the urge, that's not something to beat yourself up over. If anything, just use it as a learning experience, right? Like, why did I do that? Or what was going on there for me? Am I happy that I did that? If I'm not, then what could I potentially do different next time, right? But this really only comes as a result of being in that place where you're looking at all food is neutral. It's not good or bad, right? You actually being in the driver's seat of food and not making your decisions around food based on kind of that old diet mentality or that diet thinking. So that is really what I have for you this week. It was kind of a short, sweet, uh, snack-sized episode, if you will. But if what you are hearing today or in any of the other episodes has really resonated with you, please consider sharing this episode, leaving us a five-star review to get the show in front of more people. And if you're listening to this and you're like, man, Alicia just seems like she really gets me. Like she's been where I'm at. Um, And you want to learn a little bit more about what my non-diet approach looks like, how that would work with you. Is it a right fit? then you can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com or you can come and find me over on Instagram and just shoot me a message there. I think at the end of the day, what I have really recognized is that dieting robs you, robs us of living the full life that we were created to live. And I don't want to see you wasting one more moment of your precious life, worrying about the scale, worrying about the calories, And really, I just want to see you walking in this freedom. So if that is what you want, if you're curious about learning more, do reach out. I'll have the links to connect with me in the show notes below. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day, an amazing rest of your week, and I will be back here with you again next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.